but uh, but yeah, so like it's, I'm torn. Or Gen Con, like which is Natalie one of the biggest. Or, <laughs> but like I or could a Gen Con, which is one of the biggest gaming events True. in North America, right? Yeah, he's all out of faith. He's already told us. This is how he feels. Uh, I'm cold and I'm ashamed, lying naked on the floor. Like that does sound like your Vegas trip. Vegas trip entirely, hundred percent. To be fair, I was quite warm. And really felt no shame. Until you so go. I was just the only thing that's actually true from that statement is that it was lying naked on the floor. <laughs> that's and enough. even then, that was not um, entirely true. Note that he doesn't deny that's being enough. Natalie and Bruglia. That is enough. Just I was only mostly naked enough. on the floor. <laughs> Photo evidence would say yes. Yes, that is mostly the case. Welcome to another episode of Hominate in Canada. I'm your host, Tom, and with me as always is... Dan. Ward. Mike. And Steve. Okay. <laughs> you always sound so, like, miserable to be here. Or confused. You're I just am. like, no, you're confused. You're like, Ward? <laughs> and Steve. Yeah, I'm, I'm miserable. That's true. Yeah. We're two days late. That's why I'm miserable. I missed you guys on Tuesday. Aww. How touching. Although, if, they, if you didn't say anything, no one would have known. That's true. That's true. It does come out on Saturday either way. Really. <laughs> it's beside the point. All right. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I've, have you done anything other than working on your car, Steve? I'm looking no. at you. Right uh, or no. cleaning your garage to then further work on your car. No, I have. I uh, no, but I played some games. Uh, but I okay. I'm, yeah. No. So, no, but playing games is half of the hobby. So it's half of the you're hobby. You're disappointing me. I'm just, but you guys know this. This is a, this is an established fact that this time of year is. Well, that's is why I stopped to asking you to do stuff. In well, season. this is a little earlier than usual. Normally, it's not until like May. Yeah, the weather's like, been pretty insane. So, it's cool. It's going back to like five degrees this weekend. So, actually, no, yeah, as a low, not as a six high. degree high for Saturday. I think. Oh, it's okay. I get some hobby Actually, I do have hobbying plans. I have uh, Alex, or my wife's cousin, is getting into 40K, and he's picked up a Q-Lexus Assassin, so we're going to paint some Assassins on Monday. So I'm kind of Ooh. excited about that. Hmm. How about you, Tom? Uh, I painted my one crew. Nice. So You've been working on that the last couple of episodes. Well, I built it. It's, yeah, it's done. Nice. Awesome. Uh, yeah, because I took it down to Prince George uh, for the tournament down there, and I went two and, two and one, and the only game that I lost was against another Wong player. Like another Gremlin player playing Wong. Oh, I thought nice. you meant like John Wong. <laughs> no, no, it was Conan. And it was really funny because the whole time, like, I, I've never played against Gremlins before in like a real setting. I've demoed people with multiple Gremlin factions, but it's never been an actual game. And the whole time, I'm just sitting here like, Gremlins are fucking broken. This is ridiculous. And Conan's just like, Gremlins are fucking broken. This is ridiculous. And we're just so miserable because no matter what we did, we were going to be losing pieces. And the whole thing was just us killing the shit out of each other. And I don't ever want to play against Gremlins again because they're fucking broken. <laughs> but you play, so you're an Eldar player. Yeah, apparently. Cool. Dan, how about you? <laughs> I got nothing. Have you didn't I, even, like, clean Battletech models? I don't think so. <sighs> have I done I've had, I've had like, 15-hour days at the office in the last little bit, so I didn't do any hobby. Oh, okay. That's just that's just my life now. You don't bring your stuff to the office? I <laughs> I don't have time for lunch breaks, <laughs> let alone cleaning models. So. Welcome or, to Hobby Night in Canada, where we mostly kind of maybe hobby. 
I buy things. <laughs> I do retail therapy. <laughs> Yeah, this, is, this is a little bit sad right now. Ward, make it better. I uh, built all of my LVO crates. Oh, nice. Uh, all right. I was over Wait, here. Wait, Ward's pulling night. it out of the hat. What the fuck is cool? Yeah, I know. Yeah, and then what are, you, are you guys throwing me into the goddamn bus? <clears throat> yeah, what? you played against Wong. We heard. But like I fully painted a crew. Oh yeah. Oh hey, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> no one. Everybody. Everybody glazed completely over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Just just deal with it. Apparently, no one cares. <laughs> Moving on. Sorry, I heard gremlins and I shut off. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is like me and Eldar. I get it. I get yeah. it. Exactly. So like, the crates. Did like you? The boy who cried wolf. Yeah. 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 I love crates are more exciting than painting up a crew for a game. It's true. Actually, I'm excited for these crates because they're actually kind of fun to put together and and build. Because they're simple. There's a specific way that you have yes. to do it, though. Otherwise, you get fucked when you're painting. Oh, so. yeah, totally. Fuck you guys! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to talk about these crates. Can we just, like, move on to the crates? Uh, do you get any, like, base coats on them? Yeah, I've got uh, so, some of the base coats on, and then... Uh, Are they even done? One is... One I need to glue in the panels. Okay, so you're more excited about, like, half-finished crates. Yeah, I totally am. Yeah. Wow. I'm moving on. Yeah. Because it's my painting. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty sweet. Worth painting stuff. Yo, bro. Don't take it away from him. <laughs> Mike. Okay, what did I do? I uh, I painted up a slaughter priest for. Um, yep. For the core bloodbound. Saw it. Painted up three on the adjudicators. Yep. Uh, I um I think I, and I sh- I started the celestial prime prime, but it's a big model and it's in seven sub assemblies. So it's it's not a fast going. Is that the one with all the crazy tassels? It's the one the where ropes. there's a big swirl and he's got two. Yeah. His robes come up onto yeah. it and it's a yeah, that one. a gigantic. Signal. But all the other stuff you can check out on faceballs. Yes, because I did it all. Put the faceballs on your eyeballs. So you can, you see you shut off right there. See, I started talking about models and you just went huh. You I painted think, up the I Bloodborne. Think, I think he's simmering. Guy. <laughs> he is simmering. Look and at right you now. started working on the one with the swirly bits. Yeah. Slaughter um, priest, not Bloodborne. Well, isn't it a Bloodborne, isn't Bloodborne a video priest? game? Slaughter Priest? No, no, it's a... <laughs> Slaughter Priest is the hero name, but they're part of the... It'd be like saying Eldar, but it's the Corn Bloodbound. Bloodbound. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, I was mostly on point. So more importantly... So you shut you... that a little bit too, is what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, no, I just didn't remember all of the nuances <laughs> of shitty new Games Workshop names. That aren't orcs. Oryks. Oh True. yeah. Uh, more importantly, have you played any games? How are you liking the system right now? Oh, I played a couple. Yeah, uh, I played some. Well, actually, played some Drop Zone, and then I played some Age of Sigmar, and so far so good. I mean, I'm, I'm playing with guys that are awesome, beer and pretzels guys. So, well, it's kind of what everybody's been talking yeah. about. How that is the point of the, the system. Oh yeah, so. absolutely. It's it was a lot of fun. I was playing That's with good. James, Todd, and Trevor. That's awesome. I kind of, I kind of want to uh, try out playing. Age of Sigmar now. Oh, dude. There's a lot of people that are talking about how it's actually pretty sweet and a lot of fun. Again, provided you play with people that aren't like win at all costs kind of players. Yeah, because it's it's just not yeah. set up for that. But the reality is that's any game. Yeah, like, it is. Sure, but, I mean, but nonetheless, but the, I'm saying it's you can't rein that in. But you can you, surround yourself with guys that you want to play against. Yeah. Like you have and you that can't, option. You can't walk into a crowd of Sigmar players and expect to get the same thing unless you're pretty much friends with them. Like you know, it, it, there is no correct way to play the game. There's not even like an established well, there's scenario. There's, and they're using there's, comps. They're, they're using but those comps, comps are entirely subjective to your group that you're playing with. Yeah, the scenarios yeah. are. So, like I'm saying, your group that you play with, you need to at least know before. Oh, yeah, you, you should know. But yeah. I, that's that's me personally. I always like to 
yeah. know who I'm playing with first. Yeah, exactly, which is why I kind of want to play with you guys and like uh, try out some of my skating. Yeah. Oh, uh, Storm Vermin are awesome, by the way. I'm not surprised by that. And so are Plague Monks. Uh, yeah, well, they're infantry and, yeah. and not slaves or clan rats, so therefore better. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Uh, so, Dan, because you didn't actually do any hobbying stuff, um, what's got your money in mind? Well, there's kind of two things. There's one that we can talk about a little bit later, to use the phrase that everyone else always uses on this show. Um, so I did pick up the 30th Anniversary Marine. But more importantly, Tom has his Cockrider guys that he likes, and I might too now. There's a Kickstarter for halflings riding giant chickens. And I want them. And <laughs> look amazing. Are they like lumping croups fighting cocks? They look, yeah. They look like 5th edition Warhammer Fantasy style halflings, like sculpted pretty much the same way. Like but a little bit upsetting, but at the same time awesome. And apparently there's like yeah. 16 variants coming out and stuff, so you can buy pretty obscene pledge levels. And they did infantry where it's like wait just a second, halflings just... riding piggyback on other halflings with the guy on top has like a spear. There's multiple pledge levels for dudes riding chickens. Halflings yeah. riding oh. chickens. Dozens. Because you can... I don't know if there's dozens but is of the, many levels, but like, are they Are they, they all on chickens? No, because you can get them infantry ones as well. One of the, oh, okay. Yeah. The, I thought the, it was no, strictly there's, just chickens. There's 16 variants of the cavalry. Okay. Yeah, there's 16, there's 16 different cocks. But you have a full army. It's a halfling army. You could, yeah. They're doing multiple types of that infantry. That makes more sense. The double-decker, piggyback-style infantry. They're doing characters for some of the like higher pledge-level rewards. And they're, yeah, you can order, like, all kinds of shit. Tons of halflings, they look good. I'm, I'm kind of tempted. Even though it's Kickstarter, and Kickstarter repeatedly burns me. This one also has so many farm animal puns in the description. It's oh, therefore awesome. you can't go wrong. Like, how could we possibly cock this up? And stuff like that. And it's awesome. It's, it's very, very awesome. <sighs> I, I like it, I like it, but I, it's... Mm, I'll believe when I see it. What up? <laughs> Uh, for me, it's been terrain lately. Uh, I picked up some more uh, Infinity, like just the cardboard buildings. I felt that uh, the last event that I hosted, I didn't have as much Infinity terrain as I needed, so started with uh, some of those, and I'm going to get some MDF or some uh, nicer-looking buildings as well for like centerpieces. I figure all those like little barricades will be good, just as like little extras around. So. Yeah, a little scatter train. <clears throat> yeah, so when the wife says, hey, let's watch a TV show, I'm like, all right, and I'm going to glue my fingers together while we watch <laughs> something. That makes you sound like you're very special. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. As long as you're not eating the glue. Mike? Uh, I just want to buy some more Sigmarines to get it up so that I have a finished, complete set. Here we go. going to make a joke about getting it up. Yeah, uh, that's why I stopped. Gotcha. <laughs> I, I do... I, uh, so has anybody seen the bulldozer fight from China on the internet? Yes. It was pretty amazing. I called the winner like three seconds in. The one guy had no respect for the center of gravity on his oh, machine. Yeah. He had no idea. <laughs> that bucket was way too yeah. far in the air. Anyways, yeah. you haven't seen it? You should watch it. It's hilarious. Because uh, they just more bulldozers keep coming oh, yeah. out of nowhere. It's, it's a bulldozer awesome. street fight. Actually, technically they're loaders. They have wheels, not cracks. It but. Bulldozers. Don't take away from this, Dan. <laughs> but I'm going to blame that on why I haven't seen my Atropos yet. Because it's, it's coming from... I'm sure Forge World via China, so uh, <laughs> it's probably legit. That's why I haven't seen it yet, so bulldozer fight. Still waiting on that. Tom. Mars Bar. <laughs> <laughs> Mabel Mars Bar? You're, mm. that's, what that's what your money's in? 
I thought you were going to talk for longer. This is really bad. I got nothing. Again, this time of year, I got, I got car stuff on the mind. Um, I've actually been holding on to one for a while. Uh, I keep forgetting to mention it. But my shut up and take my money is actually a guy that we met in... In Vegas, Dan Miner. That's not not okay. The guy that makes costumes for cosplay? No, but that guy was hilarious. (laughs) Uh, No, but Dan Miner, one of the Malfo players, also has a company called Miner Creations, and they're doing up, or he's doing up a bunch of relatively inexpensive pre painted MDF buildings in a similar style to the foreground. But it's Canadian, so if you want to buy a ton of scenery for a lot less than you get from foreground, um, and you're shipping from Canada, so you're saving tons no. on the shipping as well. Not dealing with customs. So but if they're all minor creations, does he offer any major? Uh, <laughs> major deals for minor creations? Whoa! <laughs> that could be a great slogan. You can buy that from that, us if you that want, one's, That one's... Uh, I was gonna, that one's going to charge at least I was going to give them that one for free. Wow. Yeah, but I, I think it's... a drink, it's fair. The one oh, nice thing so about them is that they... They're going to go together a little bit easier than the, the foreground stuff. There's not quite as much detail on them, but I think they'll they'll go up together a lot quicker. They're way cheaper. So if you're going to be running any Malifaux tournaments, picking up a bunch of these buildings is a great idea because they'll save a ton of money. They'll go together faster. And from looking at them, I think like a little bit of weathering powder, uh, little dabs of that, will make these really come to life. It's cool, so. and it's nice to hear that there's finally some like domestic companies making the good MDF scenery because all the brands that I seem to like all seem to be in Australia. Yeah. So shipping not the easiest or cheapest thing ever. I still want to pick up the uh, uh, the clear plastic company. What the fuck is the name? Uh, can't think of the name. Anyways, they've got this this crazy set of like laser cut uh, plexiglass terrain that looks amazing, and it's hmm. it's again overseas and insanely expensive when you figure out the exchange rate. So and shipping. Yeah. I so will figure out the name at some point. And then I've got another one that I want to save for next week when it's actually like official. Yeah, it's, like it, it rhymes with um, more truck. More fuck. Oh, I can't <laughs> say that. Well, you can. It's not like we haven't already dropped several f bombs, and by we, I mean me, in this episode. Because right, well, you're I'm professional, a, I'm right? Because I'm a fucking professional. <laughs> okay. With that in mind, let's move into the first period. Um, Core lock? I can't figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, wow. so in order to feel sorry for you, or uh, for those of you not living under a rock, uh, last week Games Workshop released a limited edition 30th anniversary marine model. Yeah, the resculpt of the first ever proper space marine, allegedly, with the disintegrator gun and everything. Yeah, and a beaky helmet. Gotta love the beaky. So, how could you get this model? Um, he was just available over the weekend, um, so the Saturday, Sunday, through the shops, through um, the online, you could order it, and I think if you bought, I'm not sure what the deal was internationally, but Canadian, it was like, like $200 for the product, you would get him for free. Well, that's pretty fun. And uh, yeah, so he was available for free if you bought enough, just for, I think, 35 Canadian otherwise, and actually one of the neat things too, uh, they actually gave some to the independent stockists as well. Really? Yeah, so like, um, I know Kyle, had Kyle said he got, I think, a dozen on the way or something for really? that. So they actually allowed some of the non-GW stores to actually yeah, get some for themselves. And that surprised me. I didn't think they were going to do that. I thought that would be an exclusive uh, thing to get people into the actual GW proper stores. But uh, yeah. 
So that's how that's how you can get this awesome Beaky Marine. And basically, if you didn't get him already, uh, you're looking on eBay and other places where you're probably paying at least double. Yep. Fair enough. Uh, so how's the model look? Uh, I have to admit he's not my favorite. He's He, he is a re-sculpt of an original like Marine that was very press fit like they the molds back in the day were just two halves pressed together so they had a pretty usually static pose or the only separate piece was generally the backpack yeah right? something exactly so i think i actually have that model somewhere. that's pretty awesome you should use him it's way more og uh yeah no i i thought it was cool it was a neat throwback but it just wasn't as cool as it could have been you know what i mean like it's a re-sculpt of a really old model yeah and, and it, it's kind of tough right now too because it was a plastic kit right yeah. As everything GW is now. Yeah, um, and the problem with it right now is that it's timed along the same, um, like in the same meta that we have Forge World. Yeah, crazy character pieces coming out every six months. Yeah, and in all honesty, you can make a model like th- like he had a very different helmet. That's one thing that I did like quite a bit. Yeah, because the weird green. curvy visor thing. Yeah, the the eyes were one piece. Like the visor is one piece. It doesn't actually have two separate. Uh, like lenses, which I thought was kind of cool and yeah. is a really neat throwback. The weapon is really cool. I like the. He's the also left-handed, gun. which is interesting. Yeah, that was. I didn't. I I didn't notice that at first, but yeah, he is. The pose is he's he's got some motion to him, which is why I think it's 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 a nice resculpt of that same sort of pose. Like it's, but it's for the price. Eh, I don't know. Yeah, that's ultimately that's kind of the kicker for me as well. The price certainly didn't stop me from buying two of him. But uh, I wasn't necessarily thrilled about the fact that I was spending $70 on two Space Marines. Yeah, and really, at the end of the day, I mean, they're cool. And I'm just, also, as a side note, anybody that's listening right now that is upset because not, we're not talking about the rules, I'm talking strictly from the model and the pose. Yep. I would, uh, I would not, I'd be a little loath to pick one up because you can get, you know, for double the price, you can get 10 Marines. Uh, that's kind of insane to pick up, you know, one model versus 10 kind of thing. Yeah, but 35 bucks for one model is really not outside of the, the realm of Games Workshop pricing these days for characters. For characters, but this model, again, is not he's really a, what I... And points-wise, too, you can't say, oh, well, at least he's 200 points on my army. He's a free upgrade to a model in your space marine. Yeah, let's talk Seriously. about the rules. Yeah. Uh, so he's the just, rules? He just replaces a capital S, capital M space marine with the in army. Imperial space marine, one per army. Yeah, so you can put him anywhere in the army to replace a single marine, which basically means that he's a f- and he's his stat line is exactly the same as a marine. There's he's a nothing. tactical marine with a pistol, the disintegrator pistol, a combat weapon, grenades, and a disintegrator combi gun. Yeah, so the the thing that's really cool about him is he's basically a free special weapon upgrade for any squad. Yeah, uh, that is a marine. Now, uh, his, his gun is strength five. AP1. AP2, I think. AP2, AP1. Either way, somewhere around there. Punches through armor. Um, but it has instant death. And gets hot. Yeah. So, And it's also a combi weapon, so it can be fired as a bolter, but it does not have... The combi weapon is not a one-shot uh, only. Hmm. So you can fire it all through the game. And uh, it has the disintegrator pistol, well. pistol as well, so if Same you want to still charge range. and shoot it once, you can. Yeah, so it's basically just a complete... Uh, it's really weird. I don't think I can't think of anything that GW's done that's really equivalent. Like I mean, some of the formations give you free upgrades, but this is just a straight up like boost for Marines because I mean against gargantuan creatures, it's or well, it's because carnifexes were so OP. So now you yeah. can just instant death like half a brood in one shot. Exactly. Uh, it's really really weird the way that they set up those rules. Like 
I can't think of any game system where you just get a release to a single unit that suddenly is free. There's no downside. Just total benefit. X-Wing. Yeah, but you... you it's not yeah. like you have you actually still have to buy the new models to get the new cards. And it's and the same way cards. with the Marine because the rules were never in White Dwarf. They're only the official rules are only in that box. Oh really? I didn't realize yeah. that. But nonetheless, like it's I would actually liken this less to X Wing and more to and I I hate to say this, but Attack Wing. Because you got some really good stuff in, in the, the OP. Pro, in the OP kits. Mm. Oddly enough that some of them were OP. <laughs> and this, yeah, is a, this is a model that you're never going to see again. Some Marine players that have this model can use it for free in their army and have a yeah, great upgrade. In the limited edition, hard-to-get model sense, I can see that. I was thinking more in the case of, like, an upgrade comes in a set later for X-Wing that you can then give to any of the old ships as well, and it gives you, like, free upgrades or, like, zero-point upgrades. Yeah. And you find that in Malifo, too. Yeah, well, I guarantee you what's going to happen and what's going to be the way it goes is everybody's just going to that doesn't have one is going to convert one up and grab the rules in some format. Because if they're a printout little booklet thing, like in a, it's not hard. To yeah, it's fake when, it. when the official rules are the ins- assembly instructions, like the back page. Yeah, you just print that weird. out somewhere <laughs> off the internet and look. Hey, I just cut it out of my you know assembly instructions. And it'd also be interesting too to see if um, like has ITC announced anything? Will this be a legitimate yeah. tournament legal thing? Hundred percent. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's totally good to go. So do they require the original model? Nope. Because you can make conversions. It's, it's that conversion slippery slope thing, right? Like, uh, again, voice shield generator. Uh, only released a 1,000 of those. They're really damn good. Uh, they now, sold out, like, immediately. Sold out immediately, and ITC, Frontline, actually smartly was like, it will produce a f- force field generator. Yeah, which actually looks kind of nice. Yeah, it does actually look nice as a piece of terrain, but they f- are filling that gap for the same sort of thing. Limited edition model that you want that's good. Fairly interesting in terms of rules. Not, like, crazy OP, but useful. Like, if you have a Marine Army, you'd be stupid not to have one, because it's free. Yep. Beats the hell out of a bolter, and you can use it as a bolter if you want to. Yeah. I, if you it, don't want to melt. So, I mean, from a from a sales standpoint, you should pick one up. If you're a Marine player. If... Or you should have picked one up, more accurately. Yes, exactly. Or now get converting. <laughs> but, nonetheless, like... it. That's why, to me, this was a must-purchase model, is because of the rule set. Uh, it wasn't because of the pose at all. And for me, in a lot of ways, it was like, oh, I have Raven Guard. There's a limited edition Beaky model. I'm in. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes total sense. I mean, the the model is going to be nicer than your regular tactical marine. Like he's got a lot of detail sculpted. He's got a lot of ribbed. Hands he's ribbed for stuff. your pleasure. Like the original model, he's got this weirdly, weirdly ripped dog. knee pads and elbow pads. Yeah, he's got a lot of like exposed cabling kind of. He's thing. got speed like, holes in his uh, right thigh, which is kind of weird. Really? He has this weird like pattern of. It looks like he has like a speaker grill on his like left thigh. Huh. It makes no sense. I don't know. What's that. I assume the original model had it too for some reason. So if you couldn't tell, I didn't pick one up because <laughs> I decided that I could probably just convert one up if I wanted to, and I have other things that I'd rather than a single tactical marine. Well, that's why I bought two, so I didn't spend $70 or $35 on one tactical marine. I spent 70 but I got two. <laughs> Dan, your logic The math totally works in my favor. Tremendously flawed, but nonetheless. Uh, anybody else got any thoughts on this thing? You know, I actually really liked it um, from a model standpoint because a lot of the, the limited edition marines that have been coming out lately have had really hideous heads. 
like others part of the sculpt aside, like some really okay. ugly, ugly. Which one hands. are you thinking about? I, I it was one. It, I don't know. Whatever one was last year, or the year before, it was like a four. Like I, I don't pay attention to exactly what it was for because there's a special right. edition marine every year. They've yeah. had a couple that were like web exclusive and other various things, and there there were one or two of them that. Uh, that had some questionable helmets or bear heads or whatever, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and I think for me... Are you thinking of the Masters of the uh, Chapter? Or the like the Master of the Fleet kind of guys? Because some of them were kind of weird. No, those, those were those, great models. Those were old and metal. but okay. Those were good, but it was in the last three years or so. Right. I remember sending texts with Dan back and forth laughing at how bad they was were. Was it the one that had the weird skull rivets on his cloak? Which was also a re-sculpt of an old Game Stay model? Like, maybe... But anyways, the point is, even though this wasn't a very wowy model, it was a good sculpt. Yep, I'll give you that. There was nothing on it that jumped out as being sculpted poorly, or having... A, the only weird design flaws would have been directly based off of the original. The speed I agree. holes in his I actually leg. do agree. So, whether or not you agree with the price, or whether or not you agree with how dynamic it was for as far as like a 35-year Marine, and really... Or a 30-year Marine, like really 30 years. Eh, we've 25 was the big one anyways, 30 is just kind of another five years after. Especially because on the back of the box it says, like, 30th anniversary Marine of the model released in 1985, and you're like, wait, what? Yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did they just, although, like, miss the date on the printing? Or like, Although, what, hilariously, maybe? the model on the back as well, right next to that statement, it shows the original metal model for, like, illustrated purposes, and he's on a hex base, and I'm like, I actually have 30 mil hex bases. I'm putting mine <laughs> on X base. Yeah. You, you do that, Dan. It's going to be awesome. So it wasn't flashy, but I actually thought I was amazed at how good of a sculpt it was. Fair enough. Okay. And it builds all I'll weird agree. and specific like a Malifaux model, so you would feel right at home if you bought one. Which I didn't, because, like, honestly, Space Marine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I have to agree. It is a good sculpt. Like I said, it just wasn't one of those things. You're to- like When you're talking about it wasn't a Wowie model. 100%. And my favorite thing about it in terms of, like, the basics wow. of the assembly and everything wow. is just that the shoulder pads are not molded onto the arms at all. So if you have, like, um, if you wanted oh, to do, they were smart to like, say, a Dark oh, Angel or a Blood Angel shoulder pads. or anything like that, if you have any of those forge-rolled or other yeah, chapter really bits, smart. you can just put other shoulder pads on top of it. I shouldn't say, that's not smart. That's just not stupid, because they produce that product range to like, validate on a model. Is just But, like, a lot of their character models, they have the shoulder pads molded on directly onto the arm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you kind of lose that ability. Like, you yeah. have to be, like, Although surgical. some of those character models are chapter-specific in, in a lot of ways, so that kind of makes sense. I know what you're saying, But there though. definitely are some that didn't need to have the shoulder pads molded yeah. on that did, so yeah. customizing it for your chapter was unnecessarily well, hard. They could have, you know, Space Hulk sold pretty well on its own, but they could have really taken it to a different level if they didn't have all the Blood Angels iconography, and you could have been like, oh, Deathwing today, or whatever, right? Yeah. That would have been smart. No, that's a good idea. Anybody else got any strong opinions on this fairly bland model, in my opinion? I think uh, I'm the total opposite. I don't like it at all. Really? No, I I was not interested. I saw it, and I was like, no. Okay, what about the original, though? No. Don't care? No. Nope. Like, do you think it was a poor sculpt? Just like the design? Like, what's? I I saw. Are you just it, like it's I a marine? I don't care because that's really that's my response too. For, no, it's he's not, also not it's yellow. Not for it's not for the reason that it's a marine. It's just like you know what? Like I'm I'm not a fan of the beaky helmets to start off with. I don't think that. Oh, you're an anti beakist. I'm an anti beakist. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I have to admit, I'm I've not. heard they existed, but I never met one and never knew I knew yeah, it. I have any, to admit, anybody I'm not that was like, "Can I have your beaky helmets?" I'm like, "Yeah, absolutely. Here you go. Get them out of my fucking sight." I actually so, kind of agree with you. I don't, not a huge fan. I don't like the beaky helmets, so. 
but it just it wasn't exciting to me at all. I don't like the fact that it's a free upgrade in your army. That's kind of weird to me. I agree. Uh, considering that like it's a limited run, so if it wasn't a limited run, maybe I'd be yeah, a little bit more. Wing. Yeah. Because that business model works so well. Yeah. Yeah, but again, you get one Marine that has a kind of a cool gun. Like in an 1850 not, list, it's not that crazy. No, like, not at all. Like It just means you freed up some points somewhere to get another Melta gun. It's like, like, a, it's, it's like a 15-point savings, really, on a free special weapon. Like it's Yeah, it's a good special weapon, and for it, sure. it is 15 points free. But every like, now and then you'll instant death a monstrous creature or something. If you are that. playing a tournament list and you are going a full win-at-all-costs, you have to include this. Because it's one other tool. But, I mean, at the same time, you certainly don't need to for the average player. Like, it's not like attack wing to that extent where if you didn't have that, you were going to lose every single game. Oh, there was so many like other problems command, with attack wing. <laughs> the command uh, benefits of the command cards where you just got, like, extra abilities that were game-breaking. Yeah, it's not like that. Yeah, those participation prizes, if, yeah. you, did, if you weren't able to get one. Yeah, you were just boned. Yeah. <laughs> those are pretty limiting. No, I... The gun I wasn't interested in, the beaky helmet, I just, I didn't like it. All right, fair enough. Mikey? Really, I, I'll i be honest, I just, it's not hate, it's not love, I just total indifference. It didn't spark yeah. anything in me, really. It's like, oh, a free one, you get that to upgrade, I'm like, eh, okay. You already have the original model, man, <laughs> problem solved. <laughs> yeah. That is way Scott, more badass. New Scott, $35. Eh, yeah. Yeah, I hear you. And I, I... <laughs> It's just too close to the same pose. If they had done something a little different or or done something to spruce it a little bit more, maybe I might yeah. be interested. But it was, but too, it was really the too close to the original pose. Well, let's was, talk about another anniversary model, the one that uh, the 25th anniversary one from the famous uh, second edition rule book mm-hmm. with the game Crimson Fists uh, with the orc head held by the spike. Do you know what I'm yep, talking yep. about? Yeah. That had a crazy base, had a really cool yep. pose. Like, it had some some nostalgia to it as Absolutely. well. And it recreated a scene that was really... Iconic. Uh, yeah. It was it's, cast in high-quality, fine-cast resin. That, too. Um, you know, it's five years ago. Well, the best part about fine-cast resin is kind of like the difference between carbonated and non-carbonated water. There's just more bubbles. <laughs> you heard that somewhere else. Like, you can't take credit for that, can you? No, I just that's really yeah. That's well done. I like that. Really? Yeah, I thought it was good. Oh wow, clever. <laughs> um, no, but I mean that model was one that you would want to pick up. It was a really cool model, and if it had some sort of benefit in game, uh, that's sweet. Again, more so the beaky helmet. So okay, beaky helmet. Beside the point. That I I actually <laughs> the only reason that I wanted that kit was for the banner. That's it. Well, that's exactly it. You look at the banner, the base, there was something there that everything liked, on though. it. It wasn't total. Yeah, yeah not the model, model, the banner that's not even attached to him. Okay, tell, we're, I know this is another great ep- uh, episode of podcasting here when we're passing around a photo. Uh, okay, but, most people will remember the model. Yeah, I knew the model we're talking about. I don't understand yeah. this. Yeah, exactly. The so, 25th anniversary Space Marine. Yeah, it was cool. It was way cooler than this one. Well, there was more going on, right? That's exactly. all it was. So, so, we could probably cut this short now, because this yes. is a little bit droney. Yes. Um, let's go around. Pucks, Steve, go. A three. Uh, uh, including the rules, <clears throat> I'll give it a four. Sure. Mike? Two. One. I'm giving it four. I like it. Um, honestly, I Ooh. guess for me, I'd have to probably say four. But, like, if it was for me, it would be a zero, because I give zero fucks. But I think I, get I, it, I'll Tom. give it a four. We get it. Okay, <laughs> just beating that horse. All right, moving on. 
Oh, you're gonna love this, Steve. I know. You know from your favorite to? topic to my favorite topic. No, not my favorite topic. Mm, your second favorite topic. Probably like third these days. Really? I'm really coming around on BattleTech. Oh. No! <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> Shoot me now, Steve, please. I need a beer. <laughs> okay, well, um, we normally don't really talk about rumors or anything. So, this isn't actually a rumor because Mark III was announced. And in kind of a surprising fashion, the, the company uh, has been leaking... Sorry, Mark III War Machine. Uh, I was just about to clarify if you didn't. Yeah. Has been leaking bits and pieces of the rules because they do a daily um, blog on their website. So they're actually talking about all the different rules coming up. And it seems to me that Mark III, they've taken into consideration the fact that the game got completely out of hand. And Where it's a tight rule set, but it's very complex. So they're doing a hard reboot. The the only real fundamental changes from what I've heard. Excuse me. Are they going to make it fun? <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. Maybe, but the two biggest changes is that approximately more machine players out there. I apologize. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I almost said fuck them on air. <laughs> uh, no, but the two big changes that I can really think of is one: all of the points costs are approximately doubled. Because they realized that how they had it set up, they couldn't do, like, two-and-a-half-point solos. So you'd either have an underpriced two-point solo or an overpriced three-point solo in many point. cases. You lose some granularity. So they're adding a little bit of that back in. Are they going to make the army smaller? They're actually working towards making... Sorry, there's actually three big de- deals. This is really important to me because that's one of the things that sold me a little bit when we were talking about War Machine way back is that the armies were smaller and cheaper than 40k... Turns out that's not true. One of the differences <laughs> that they're doing right now, uh, they're changing how beasts and jacks work okay. a little bit. First off, frenzying beasts are not going to be as good. They don't get a boosted attack and damage, or like like a fully boosted attack. It's just they make a attack if they frenzy, so they're yeah. way less useful. Um, but war jacks, if they start in the control range of your caster, get one free focus. Oh, that's interesting. Wonder how that'll work with convergence. Uh, Convergence and Monstrosities are going to be a little different. Monstrosities are amazing because you load them up, and they if they're in your control, it's like the control range of your caster, they do not lose focus from turn to turn. Really? Like, uh, until you spend it. I am so, they, so excited. The the focus batteries that Convergence can do, it, now all Monstrosities well, can do. Uh, no, it's a little different. Okay. And all the unit rules are going to be updated as well. So there's going to be brand new faction decks coming out. So Convergence rules will be completely redone. Yeah, everything's going to be redone. But it seems like they realized that it was a little bit of an infantry game, more so than a monster. Much like Mark 1 became. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So it's actually like, they went from having jacks be like 120 points for a jack, and they were nowhere near as good as infantry. Then they rebooted the game, made the points cost a lot smaller, Tried to make jacks better again, and it's actually kind of happened again, where infantry are awesome again. And Yeah, and when I was looking at one of the examples yeah, that yeah. they posted was a Slayer, uh, which I think was a six-point jack before. Is that the Crix one? The Crix oh, yeah. one, like the basic battle box one, um, is now ten points. And then a Trencher infantry unit, which I think was about eight points for ten before, is now sixteen. So some of the jacks seem to have not entirely doubled. Whereas the infantry, at least in this example, has. So all of a sudden your jacks are almost more points effective. 
Then your infantry in some, and this is in one example, like it, it could be completely different across the board. Um, but so jacks are more viable. Um, and, and the same token, um, warlocks will gain a fury for every dead war beast. Um, that would have been like, I can't remember exactly how it works, but they'll, they'll gain fury for dead war beasts. So they're not completely fucked when all their war beasts die. Interesting. Okay. Huh. Um, but the other big, big change command is gone. Like there's no more psychology in the game. Really? There's no more terror, no more fear checks, none of that stuff. It seems to me like one of their big goals is taking those completely swingy dice rolls out of the game. Because it was one of those things where you have a unit in your army which is making up, I don't know, a third of your force, fails one fear check, and they're doing fuck all for a turn. Yeah. It's a really big negative gameplay experience. Yeah, that's true. It's a good point. It's a big swing, like 15% of the time, which is just... Very random and not fun necessarily. Yeah, I can so they, see that. So they got rid of that entirely. Um, so they're getting a better scale for the points. They're getting, they're trying to make it a little bit more streamlined and taking some of the ridiculous rules out of the game. They're doing a hard reboot, hopefully, which will rebalance things. So units that weren't good before will have be completely viable now. Some of the completely bonkers, broken stuff will be no longer as bonkers. The core mechanics, like the rules for your stat lines and your attacks and all that kind of stuff, seems to have not changed at all. I really hope that the points thing turns out with the the steamroller packages where you need less models. Well, for one of the examples right now is they're talking about how you need seventy five points to make a tournament list. Oh, so it went so from like fifty to seventy five, but they're doubling the cost. So so it's actually really, potentially fewer. Yeah, potentially fewer. Uh, no, I, look at this way: you're approximately doubling all your points. Yeah, th- that everything costs in the army, and you're going from a fifty to seventy five instead of fifty to one hundred. No, yeah, I, I get it. My my biggest gripe right now is everybody always so, they sold me on you need less models, but by the time that you tailor your army to your caster, <clears throat> I spent as much on my yep. convergence you have, that I you don't have multiple ever lists play. for the same army that have no models in common. Yeah, yep. and they they're the exact same cost as any of my forty k armies, except for maybe my Eldar, obviously. Uh, but yeah, like I I really want to see that happen because I think that's their strong suit. They fit that skirmish game, but bigger than a skirmish game smaller than fantasy or 40k used to be they were in a great space it's sort of that middle ground yeah and i feel like they were losing it um like they needed a yeah. ton of models they were moving wasn't good they were moving towards a bigger scale system right so they weren't like infinity where you need like 10, 10. guys in fact 10 is a really Big. solid number because yeah. you go above that you don't get to cycle command <laughs> benefits um but they're also i know that they're also changing uh pre-measuring so you'll be able to pre-measure oh yeah you get pre-measure now finally so yeah and that's good. I would just like to put this on the record here. I have never played a game that switched from like having no pre-measure to having pre-measure where it's been a bad thing. Or you could have that weird rule where you can pre-measure your command radius only or whatever. And Control it's range, confusing yeah. And, yeah. and it was in balance because Harbinger could measure <laughs> like 40 inches of the board, whereas most casters it would only end up being yeah, that was, like half that. That was a really yeah. weird implementation the way it was previously in War Machine. Or currently, actually. Like, I'm going to measure my command radius. Oh, and I, you happen to be within the command radius, so therefore I know that you're eight inches away from my caster. And the reality is, is it's a game that they really want clean play for, and they've created all kinds of widgets and this, that, and the other to make it yeah, more clean. Yeah, and you clean. want clean play, you need to know right off the bat so there is no arguing, oh, that's eight and a quarter, that's eight and a you know, third. Like, it's more important to have just, is this charge at the beginning of my turn going to be able to happen? Yep. Like, that is makes it a lot cleaner. I know from 40K and Fantasy, when they brought in uh, pre-measure and the random charge distance, you knew at, before you even rolled the dice... You agree with your opponent, okay, that's an 8-inch charge. 
You roll yep. the dice. Takes that argument out of it where, you know, you can't measure beforehand. Roll the dice. Now you got to argue about that, you know, that little tiny sixteenth of an inch. Like, that's, that's an infuriating argument to have uh, because it's unnecessary. We've all been there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So... It seems to me like they're doing a good job. They're rebooting everything at Lock and Load this year, is when the new book oh, is coming out. Fun. Which I'm, I was kind of a little bit. So I'm assuming their steamrollers that they're going to run at Lock and Load will be old rules. Yes. Yeah. It's my understanding that everything at Lock and Load is still occurring as per old rules. Me personally, not playing any events. I'm just going to go out and play with new toys. Yeah. Or cool. old toys with new rules. That's super cool. That's because they're going to release the book at that point, right? That's the book and the book, decks. Rule book yeah. and the faction decks yeah. will be on sale at Lock and Load. As well as probably the new starters. And this is kind of an interesting thing. They've got. When's Lock and Load? This actually kind of makes me want to play. It's the second weekend of June. What would you possibly want to do in Seattle in June? Exactly. exactly. Could it possibly be baseball? It might be. Have you seen my baseball? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, it's. They've also releasing a new starter set for every faction outside of Mercs and Convergence. Ah, oh, damn it! And are they new models? Uh, they are new casters. New caster models for all of them in the new in the new battle groups. But old old caster or back, old, background, like just new sculpts of old casters. No, brand new, brand new. That's su- that's super cool. Entirely brand new casters, new art. Uh, it seems to be mostly just resculpts of existing models or. Um, if they've got the current plastic model that they're in the box, but they're, they are mostly different kit outs than the, the old battle groups. Huh. They also come with a better version of the core rules as well as like a little play mat and some tokens and some dice. And so you pick up So they're that. taking a little bit of like magic, the gathering with like a play mat kind of thing where you'd have your cards on that. More no, like, it's like, like a little, a mini more board. More like infinity. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like, I think it's like a little mini not like a fat mat, like most pad style, but yeah. it's like a little game mat textured. And I think it's kind of designed that if you and your friend pick it up, the two halves make a playable surface. Oh, I see. I see right? I see. Like it looks like a relatively longer and narrow one. I was thinking that this would be, because with, yeah, they have big enough boards. I was thinking that you would want something to like maybe put the cards on kind of thing, but they're actually doing like the infinity starter sets where you yeah. get three by two. Or like the drop zone came with that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, the drop zone actually came with a bigger one than infinity. Uh, like the operation storm. Same, yeah, same it's, idea. It's the same having, concept. Yeah. The printed card yeah. uh, map sort of thing. So yeah. it actually yeah. seems to be a really great time to get into the game because it looks like really new, cool new starters with tokens it's and everything. It's always a good time to get in a game when they release a new starter set. I know that uh, new edition. New editions new are huge one. for people getting yeah. back into it because they think resets finally, the learning curve a little bit. Resets the learning curve. Everybody thinks there's going to be a huge amount of balance. Nothing gets weird. Everybody's on the same page. And for a year, it's normally the case. Yeah. Yep. Uh, after that, things start kind of doing their thing, but... Librarius Conclave. Now, there's one other thing that I want to point out before we kind of move on from this, and this is separate to the Mark, the Mark III. I have two things. Oh, you got two things? Then go ahead, because this is separate to it. Okay. Uh, so the two things that I have is, I know people are also complaining about the War Room app right now, too, because the War Room app... Oh, it's terrible! Oh, the app, you had the no, subscription no, 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 for the rest of the edition? It's not It's not terrible. Or should we just let the, Word finish? The, the, the fact... <laughs> Hey, let's do that. Let's Should we see. keep guessing what he's trying to say? Yes, exactly. So the fact is, like, if you bought the app, you could basically buy all the decks for about 60 bucks. Any up- updates, you would get free cards, like, added yeah. to your factions and such, right? So even if you just bought a single faction, you get all the cards added to that. Now, it specifically says that it's an updated to that edition. Now, people are also now arguing that it's like, well, 
it, why um, are you getting charged for like these new cards? Because they've said that you have to pay now for third edition, which makes absolute sense to me. Because I don't they already know. Talked about this? Yeah, and it it's also been from day one. I can, I can go back. I even looked this up today, and it it says at the okay. bottom of the War Room private or at the Privateer Press, it's like. Uh, updates for the life of the current rule set. So this is a new edition. This is a new rule set. Don't be surprised when you have to buy new cards. Sorry. Yeah. It's no been six surprised. years since they've had an edition, an edition change. People don't understand. This. Everybody thinks software should be free. This is slightly near and dear to my heart. Uh, software should be free. It doesn't cost anything to build. They just download it. 99 cents. It just magically updates magically with appears. no developer time or costs. All the artwork that's going to go into the new app, all the new cards. Because uh, there is brand new artwork in yeah. everything, right? The so, amount yeah. of time you need to pay people to do that. Like, people need to eat. So you got to buy your $60 cards. Deal with it. And then you'll be me. good for another five years. Yeah. Well, maybe even six, right? Like considering like other other systems where you have to buy if you one want to faction current. is sixty bucks exactly, right? This is every so. card for the next six years, and also you don't have to buy the whole updated. thing, right? You no, can no, buy no. Just you can buy an individual deck. Probably it's like six, six or seven. Six or seven. Yeah, because that's what I bought. I bought Convergence only, and then I was like, this app is completely unusable, and then went and bought the actual book. <laughs> yeah. Right. So. So there, there is that. And then I've also heard people now arguing that they want this to be like a more aggressive addition to cater now to the more veteran player. Now, the cautious thing about that is if you do that to the more veteran player, you're not going to get any new blood into the system. Yeah, because you're, you're going to have that yeah, clubbing of this new baby seal. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All the that's time. the opposite of what they're trying to do, where they're trying to make it more accessible, not more necessary. So what are you saying people are getting angry about this? Some, yes. pe- some people are, yes. And yeah. and I and there's always guild ball working <laughs> and working for GW uh, like that was a big thing like a lot of the veterans thought that everything should be catered to them and such right so I playing the game for so long like I can see why that train of thought is there however you want new guys to come in otherwise yeah. as a company you're going to be stagnant you're never going to grow those guys are going to get jaded about something. Yeah, they and leave. eventually leave, and if you got nobody coming in, there's there's nothing to, yep. to help supplement, right? So yeah. I can see them ma- actually making the rule set a little bit more simplified. Maybe not quite four pages, maybe five pages simplified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Age of Sigmar four is maybe a bit. Much. So, but surprisingly complex for those five pages. Why it not? could be. It could be. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So, but I, I'm just saying, like people don't get offended when this does get toned down in certain aspects that you might have excelled at. Hey, gamers are the most tame and rational and level-headed people I know. <laughs> yeah, we rarely form strong opinions about so anything. It'll, it'll right? be fine. Yeah, exactly. So, And, and I mean, honestly, it, these games are a want. They're not a need. So, like, if you're bitching about that, you have to pony up, like, an extra 60 bucks for something. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe this isn't the thing that you should be doing and spending your money on. And, again, 60 bucks for presumably six years of rules. Exactly. If right? you want rules for every single model that's released between now could, and then. If you could spend $60 and get a digital version of every, like, 40K codex for Holy that edition. fuck. That's basically what you're getting. That's exactly what you're getting. Yeah, 40K it's still does have an amazing more models, deal. More rules. There are there are more things out there in 40K, <laughs> but nonetheless, 
that is ridiculous let's, good value. Let's say Malifaux, because Malifaux, again, uses cards, right? Has, if, has fewer releases, but still phenomenal. Right? If they were to I'd make, pay that. If they were to make a Malifaux app where you would have all the different factions, the Resurrection... Or Drop Zone or, or Infinity, which I know is free anyways, so shh. But. Yeah, Infinity, but that's... that's <laughs> what I was going to say is... If I could download all the TROs for Battletech for 60 bucks, I'd... If you could find them in one place, I'd be surprised. <laughs> I was going to say, you know... If you're really that cheap that you can't spend the $60, and I will call people that are complaining about this cheap, because they are, uh, just download Battlescribe. Just get your garbage rules and be done with it. Like, there's going to be errors in it, but have fun. Because the difference with with War Room is it actually has the rules in the app. Yeah, and Battlescribe kind of does when you create the roster at the end. There's the 40k has got for 40k, yeah, but War Machine's garbage. War Machine, no, but either way, I'm saying if you want to spend nothing. Yeah, do that. It's it's an optional add-on. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's still just don't bitch because you get what you. Or you can play with your cards. Yeah. Objectively, it's still great value that are free with every model. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that upsets me that people are complaining about that whole. Yeah, but people aren't going to buy whole new models for just the cards, right? They can just either throw buy the models in the garbage. Or I'll do it all. I believe you. Um, but yeah, so there's there's two things that Privateer Press as a company has done uh, that I've been reading about That's and hearing it, about easy. Uh, lately. <laughs> that are making me really excited for the company. The first one is that it sounds like their steamroller kits are going to include trophies and or some kind of token novel prize for best sport and best painted. Yay! Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. Which is a surprisingly huge step, because the yeah. kits otherwise just had first, second, third for winning, and now they're actually putting more of an emphasis on the hobby. That is And not good. being a douche. It encourages good behavior and good habits, so I can't argue with that. That's good. The other thing, it sounds like page five's gone. I have no idea what you're talking about. Page five but is the, the the quintessential page in the rule book that talks about how to play War Machine aggressively. And it's it summarizes with play like you've got a pair. Yeah. Which without getting there, into there's, some there's been a lot of debate on I know at least one person that'll be happy about like that. that. So well the, the But the reality gender is gender bias and all that aside, that's it's maybe, unnecessary. It's How, 2016. However, it's they of, have said that that has been gone from like previous like Yeah, but not the core book. But like this is this will be gone. It's not part of their core tenets, which I'm really excited about because it was an unnecessary page. Cuz it it was kind of like this wishy-washy like play to have fun, but don't concede anything, but kind of be a dick, but be nice about being a dick. They were talking about, they were trying to get across, and I actually do think they had a very good point, where play a tight, fair game. Like, don't uh, don't and cheat, but don't go easy on your opponent. And to be fair, X-Wing kind of has the same thing, where like players are expected to take advantage of the rules, they're expected to know what they're doing, they're expected to play clean and play quickly. It's all in the X-Wing rules as well. It's yeah. just, it's but yeah, it's the way it's phrased. Even if it was a bit tongue in cheek, it could be taken the wrong way. It seems but hyper, it does seem hyper aggressive. Oh, it is hyper aggressive. Sure. Reading it, I was kind of like, I kind of like this from a tournament standpoint. Being a, like a forty k tournament had that sort of uh, mantra going in. The fluff bunnies that you club on your way to the top might not complain so much about how broken the game is because they're not playing the same game as you. Like I kind of like that idea of the social contract going in. But nonetheless, what they're trying to get across and what should be present in all And the language that they used to do it was question regardless of your opinion on the matter, oh, it was, was sh- questionable and for fuck's sake, quote Justin Trudeau, it's twenty sixteen. Right. Or twenty fifteen when he said that. Yeah. But still. Uh, <laughs> but the, no, the 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 central tenant they were trying to get across was be a sportsman. 
right? Like in any, if you're playing in any sporting event, a tournament or whatever, you play to win, but you don't be a dick. That's not what I got from it. Really? That's exactly what I got from it. Oh. It was it was hyper competitive, and I and I think this is the new addition to make themselves a little bit more uh, approachable from a hobbyist standpoint. Because it is like a very aggressive game, guys would play with non painted models and that sort of thing. So I am happy that painting and sportsman is going to be part of the players pack and steamrollers going forward. Uh, I think that's really solid on them, and having like pr- events that have painting, like to me a, a hardcore event should be a painted event. And hardcore has been f- fully painted required since the dawn of time. Has it? Yeah. Yeah, it's just the local smaller events that are not. Yeah, there are dozens of, there, not dozens, but there's been a few formats over the years that have had painting requirements that are yeah. never enforced locally. Okay. Yeah. So, but they're, they're finally taking that step forward into being not just that war machine company that makes this hardcore game that people play really hard at, to being just more of a game company that's kind of focusing on the fact that it is fun and is a hobby. And you know what? F- like, fuck play like you got a pair. Like, it was sexist bullshit. Like, I'm happy it's gone. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, I'll sit on that high horse if I have to. I'm with you entirely, but I, I do think there is a point for that social contract page. Just the way they worded it was was dumb and made no sense. And again, I think it might have been tongue-in-cheek, but taken at face value for sure. It could be yeah. taken the wrong way. Yeah, absolutely. I wish, I wish there was more of a, like... Here are the clear, concise rules. Like it was, like baseball but or even if tennis, put- where it was very simplistic rules. Here, as long the- as you're not trying to slide in a second, in which case, who knows? Oh yeah, that's. Oh, that's but I shouldn't have gotten started. That Bautista ever. slide was the worst thing I've ever. Seen. Well, actually, it was completely fair in the rule set, but really, Dan, <laughs> really, <laughs> what the um, fuck? Some men just want to watch the world burn, Mike. <laughs> point is, like I said, I think we should have this. We should have this idea of how to play these games tabletop games in general should sort of have like here's how you do it here's the general social contract but even maybe have that in a player's pack itself or like a um that's that's a better place for a steamroller kit than it is in the rule book i would agree i would agree with that if they you know what I mean? That, I would agree I'd with that. Be, I'd be more accepting of it, right? So I would agree with that entirely. Like, like if it was something that the ITC came up with, like here's what we expect of our players, not here's how to play 40k. You must have at least one three plus rollable involved in your army <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah. but, you know, like it's it's just that simple like kind of idea where if you win, don't say a lot, and if you lose, say less, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like it's just you you should be. Take measure it. flip at the end of the movement phase. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got this charge. <laughs> Is that what the whippy sticks are for? He's he's been in a lot of shit with the ops this this season. It's been insane. The number yeah. of stare downs. Anyways, beside the point. Yeah. So I, I think that's probably a good point to wrap up the the war machine talk. We'll hopefully have a little bit more information as it develops. We'll, uh, we'll and talk. I'm sure we'll talk more in June. Yeah, especially when I get back from lock and load, and I've got all of the all of the shinies in my fingers. Mm-hmm. Well, this so. entire reason that I was working on the convergence and doing up my blue balls uh, was to think about lock and load, maybe. Yeah, I could if you go to lock and load, maybe you can get in the promotional video for the fourth edition. Exactly, because <laughs> exactly. Tom is very briefly in the video. For he is very third briefly edition. wearing a hobby night jersey. I may add. Yep, and playing Mercs. Yeah, it's good. I didn't even know I was being recorded. To be honest with you, but I could. So. I, I have a fifty point list. I could finish up for lock and load. I could. Do, I could do this. We just go play games. Here's the thing about lock and load: you just go play games. Yeah, but I'm saying I could finish up painting fifty points currently. That yeah. would be kind of cool. Yeah. Anyways. So, 
Moving on into the third period. What was it? Which is the Sigmarines. Sigmarines! This is Mike's chance to talk. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Don't sound so excited, I mean, yay! I thought you were really excited about Age of Sigmar. Oh, yeah. I'm excited painting them. Playing is fun, yes, but I'm really excited playing them, uh, painting the miniatures. So it's it's I, a lot of fun. I have a question. Are they actually called Sigmarines? Or is that no, just like no, a no. They're, they're Stormcast. Stormcast so, Eternals for the most Storm, part. Yes. And they the have different part. names for some of the different like, houses. Yeah, Celestial Warbreakers, Celestial yeah. whatever you want to call okay. them. Different chapters, I think. Yeah, there's like, it's like chapters. So Which is why they they're Sigmarines, because okay. they're using the same nomenclature. So... I'll give you just a quick little entry. Let's just say um, Sigmar in the beginning, he's a kick-ass god. He's got this wicked hammer. He kicks all chaos's butt all the time. He gets all the base. He gets tricked into losing his hammer. Isn't it the Gomeraz? Yes, that's what it is. Thank you. He gets tricked into losing it. He goes to his own realm, seals it off, and pouts for centuries. But <laughs> uh, well, Wait, that's what happened to Sigmar. He went yes. to pout in a fucking corner. Yes, well, dude, really if you lost did. your awesome. hammer, you would too. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. That's I'm embarrassing. Be- <laughs> I keep hearing people telling me that the Stormcast Eternal Fluff is amazing. Okay, yeah, I'm just I'm giving you a really good rundown. He's just starting. Okay, just all right. A so, so basically, what he, he starts collecting the souls of heroes. Okay, he like gets Pokemon. Them. Yeah, he gets them. He destroys them, reforges them, and he makes them into the Stormcast. Then he's built up this army, he's trained them, and now he's coming back. So he is, is Sigmar back. in But he hasn't the, trained them with hammers. No, there's hammers in the army. He's going to get Galmaraz. Some of them have two yeah, hammers, he's, but he's if they lose his, one, they Is he in there. the army? Is there a it's actually, form? he's got Galmaraz back. Though. Yeah, he's so ready he's, to kick ass. But like, is there a Sigmar model? No. 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 There is he, would, he would be a little OP. Yeah, the, all the gods would be he'd be like, like a like a Nagash or something. No, Nagash has got nothing on on like Sigmar or the Greyhorn Rat and that kind of stuff. Yeah, like they're on a different level. Like they, I are, feel like we call it like a different realm. They are on a different realm, <laughs> like completely. Uh, so I didn't realize that they actually had chapters, and that's why the Sigmarines was such a. Like, yeah, they have okay. the shoulder pads. It's on the, the nose, chapters. dude. It is it, on the it nose. It really is, because you've got the gold ones is what you see all the time. I guess you could call them the ultra Sigmars or whatever. Anybody that's gold <laughs> is the is the plain Jane Equals No, I think we could call them vanilla, vanilla. Okay. Sigmarines. Vanilla, right? And then you go on to the other ones. There's some uh, uh, teal ones for nice, Dan. Nice, nice. There's, the, like uh, there's the, uh, what else? There's black and white. There's silver. There's silver and gold. So the, uh, are they the fourth group of the Sigmarines? I don't know. There's first and second founding right now. That's all there is. I'm wow. This is, but that's actually, you know what? I will actually give them credit because 40K is brilliant for the fact that there's thousands of Space Marine chapters. Paint them however you want. Mm-hmm. Call them whatever you need. There's 10,000 years that they could have been around. Many foundings. Do what you need to. I like that. That's actually really cool. So you can you can honestly do whatever you want. For you college. can do whatever you want. Yes, Is there any absolutely. kind of a hierarchy within those groups? What do you mean by hierarchy? Uh, there's nothing like uh, no. There's no. Uh, this group is better than that group. There's no Vulcan. There's no. Okay, so there's no leaders there's, of the chapters. There's no leaders bad. of the chapters. So it's all very plain in that respect. So are they just? Okay. But are, is there like one of the Sigma Sigmarine chapters better than the other Sigmarine chapters? Absolutely not. They are all 
You can, it depends how you build your army. No, not not rules, but like fluff. Like, are they? Oh yes, the, there is. The it's Sigmar like, like really love uh, these silver guys, but not. Yes, these there pink is guys. a little bit of that for everything. This is my Whereas this is his first chosen. This is the second bounty. These guys are known to hate ogres. These guys. So there's all a little bit of fluff for each chapter that they have in here. So yes, it's very. Which ones very hate rude. the guys that are rhymed with more trucks? Jeez, uh, like <laughs> that one I don't know. You gotta understand. I haven't. Don't know the fluff that well. <laughs> I might have actually offended somebody in my by telling everybody that Sigmar went into a corner and pouted for a couple centuries. No, I, I love the shit out of that imagery, by the way. Okay, wait, also, so what was vaulted? Was it like a single tier coming down to the planet? I don't Just know. <laughs> no, but let's... Okay, in all honesty, though, if you talk like high fantasy and compare it to like Greek myth, this isn't any weirder. No, hell no. No, it's like... It's completely... It's not like he fucked a goose or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was another god more. <laughs> that made the flying sigmarines. Yeah. <laughs> No, but what what I do actually like, and the little amount that I know, I, I have to admit, there's no, I'm not super up on my Sigmarine fluff, but all these heroes, as they they're they're basically immortal, they keep getting reborn. To a certain extent, this is one of the things yeah, that you have to realize. They're losing their individuality. They the lose more a little bit of themselves every time they die, so they don't like to die. So they're effectively good guys, but as they die, they become more and more soulless, they're, like Thousand Sun Marines, kind of. Or Necrons. Sure. Yeah, or it's, which like is that. super kind of cool because yeah. th- as they continue to exist for You're a little years. less every time you're reforged yeah. is how it calls, right? So, yes. And they actually, there's some fluff to it too. They can only come back if they defeat everybody or they find a way back through teleport. Otherwise, they're there till they're dead. Yeah. Like in the plane they're put on? Yeah, no, it's like, bang, okay, here's the battle. Zap, 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 you're in. Okay, if you kill everybody, you can come back. Otherwise... If you don't kill everybody, you're stuck there until you can make your path back to another So they're gate. a highly motivated bunch. Yes. And you can't... You, you keep getting reforged in that realm. Sounds like no, no, Sigmar's a dick. The only time you get reforged is if you get killed in combat. Well, he was, okay. He's a little bit moody, let's yeah. say. <laughs> He's a god. All the gods are terribly moody. I really hope I don't hurt some people. Okay. <laughs> no, I actually, as as much as I might rip on your description here, yep. this does give them a lot more character. Um, when a little, thinking little bit about less every time. But no, it it actually makes you feel that there's something other than just like humans in armor, right? Uh-huh. There is more to the the Sigmarines than than I originally thought. So G- okay, Mike's, Mike's showing pictures G- right now. G- um, GW also released some uh, blister packs, though, of, of extra Oh, yeah, that's the other thing. You, there's, uh, there's four different shield types, or three or four different shield types. So depending upon which fraction you like more, you can buy the shields to rip well, they have the conversion kits yeah, now? Yeah, there's, there's it's a, just like, you know how you had the Dark Angel shoulder pads? And, yeah, yeah, they've and got shoulder icons, pads and shields. Now they have shields and shoulder Chapter pads for the Sigmarines. Yes. Yep. They wow, so this is really on the nose. It's Sigmarines, that's why everybody's freaking out. That's about why this. everybody calls them Sigmarines, but yes. nonetheless, I actually really do like Okay, so the Empire had some cool fluff, like don't get me wrong, had some neat stuff where there was some poofy sleeves, which I like, sleeves. but they've actually got as a general overarching theme more going on here. It's not just Tolkien anymore, yeah. Like with the Empire, it was just a state that happened to exist for 2,000 years. Uh, and it really didn't have much going on beyond what happened when Sigmar was around and forged the Empire. After that, it was just basically a thing. Like, there was 
you know what I mean? Like, there was a couple of battles here and there. That's it. This, like, the, the characters that were in the Empire didn't have a lot of, like, heavy flaws, or there wasn't, a, like, a, a tying theme for the whole Empire. This does. I actually really like this. This is super cool. And it, the entire time that I'm, like, whenever I'm browsing a GW site looking at Sigmarines or the corn stuff, I imagine there's just some ridiculous metal guitar playing at all times. Like it's like I'm heavy like really 80s. happy with where that went, and I could have gotten no, somewhere so much worse. Tell me, tell me when you're like browsing the site and you see like that imagery and the way that like high fantasy from clearly the '80s looks that you can't just like hear just like a wailing guitar at all times. Like it is, I don't know why, but that's not exactly what I see. Oh, I know. Like on the on the side of the armor of my Mortrox, I'm gonna be painting just like bikini <laughs> women <laughs> riding yes, jaguars. You right. Yeah, you need to have a painted van. <laughs> Bubble window, yeah. doing burnouts at all times. Absolutely, Perfect. yeah. No, I'm so excited for my more trucks. Next, Still really next episode, what Tom. Be. No, like, just you. Like, seriously, it was just you. Okay, <laughs> it was just you. Yeah. So which uh, okay? So which faction do you do? I do Celestial Warbringers. Uh, oh, of no, course you do. Yeah, of course I do. Right. <laughs> Let's talk about that name for a second. <laughs> the <laughs> Celestial Warbringers. Fun fact: I'm pretty sure it's a metal band. <laughs> of course <laughs> it is. There's no doubt it was. Probably go. a Christian metal band. Let's be fair. <laughs> okay, continue. Sorry, Mike. Well, okay. Uh, there's not a lot of fluff on them that I've got to yet. But basically, they're the second founding. I actually picked them more because I wanted to do that color set, to be yeah, honest. The, the oh, so they're, they're actually pink in the scheme. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah uh, I'm, I'm showing the picture yeah. around, which nobody can see, but it's, it is an actual... Yeah. They've got like a legit. Oh, this is a thing. Yeah, it's it a really thing. is. It real. The guys up there. I, I just are thought you were like, I thing. wanted to paint pink, so I did this. <laughs> oh, thanks, He's not Tyler, just doing Emperor's Children. He's doing an actual thing. Yeah, they yeah. would look awesome as Emperor. That technique would look awesome with Emperor's Children. It would look Children. pretty cool. But uh, yeah, they're they're the second part of the second founding. There's not a lot of detail right now that I found out about them, but I'm sure there'll be more to come along. And as to how they play. Surprise, they kind of play like Marine Armies do. They got really good armor. <laughs> they got a lot of utility. They have a little something to adapt to everything. Some decent shooting, surprisingly. Yes. Which units does your faction favor? Are they like about the flying guys or the dragon guys or for my guy, no, actually yeah, there's, dudes. There's not much of detail, but I'm more inclined to the big heavy guys with big huge weapons. That's, of course you do. That, that's so. I You're guess the, the celestial fucking warbringers, the celestial terminators of the warbringers. How's that? <laughs> there you go. But there's all the ones with wings. They can be celestial warbringers. But I, like, I do like. He's not playing blood angels. He's playing the celestial warbringers. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> just can I <laughs> get, the, get the guitar solo? Going, uh, we, huh? do. <laughs> we do. Quick question: are, are there sculpted nipples on the armor? No, there is not. Not blood angels. <laughs> They're not blood angels. Of course not. They learned their lesson. <laughs> The Val Kilmer, or not, not yeah, Val Kilmer. Yeah, was yeah. Val Kilmer? It's oh, Val Kilmer, Batman. Is it, no, what Clooney also had George Clooney, Clooney also had, had significant Did they both Kilmer, I'm pretty sure Kilmer started it and Clooney killed it. <laughs> okay <laughs> with that. All that I'm good with. <laughs> and then Ben Affleck and Pretty Meh. Have you, have you seen it? No, I've heard it's horrible. I'm not going to. It is... Save your money. I didn't... Okay, anyways, let's continue on. <laughs> Tom, I know... We're not, no, doing, we're not doing a movie review podcast. <laughs> everybody everybody knows that movie sucked. <laughs> He's still going to talk. I talk. loved Ben Affleck as Batman. Okay. Move on. Moving on. <laughs> uh, so if somebody was starting out playing Sigmarines, mm-hmm. uh, what would you recommend that they do first? By the starter set? Buy the starter set, honestly, because two of the heroes you can't 
get unless you get the starter set. It's the Draconith here on the Draconith. I guess you could you could convert you could convert one, but the other guy I forget what was it the Lord Castellant. Yep. I don't think you. I think you only get him in the starter set. Really? Yes. That's, I but know. honestly, it's you're getting a really good deal. Everything you get in there is worth. If you try to buy it separately, I'm sure it would be over 120 bucks. Well, especially all five pages of the rule book. Yeah. Like, you can't find that anywhere Unless else. Unless you get the whole set, of, set of the Bloodbound to go with it. Just just so we're clear, so yeah. Tom doesn't send anybody wrong, yeah. you can get that on the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's free. It's totally free. It is free in so many places. <laughs> yes. Yep. But it's not as funny that way. No. Just think of it that you're paying like... 25 bucks a page about and then you're getting <laughs> and you're you're all free free. Yeah. yeah so there you go. <laughs> that's exactly it no I have to admit like I said I, I kind of I've seen a, a couple of people on Facebook that I know play played a ton of fantasy that are like super excited about Age of Sigmar yep and, and, and Edmonton like game going. Edmonton Facebook group started so yeah yeah, yeah. I wanna I wanna try a game with my Skaven because the only time I played was a quick little demo game with Palting, and I, I think you'll enjoy it. I know I will because I'm not gonna play a tournament game of Age of Sigmar probably ever except for maybe Warhammered, which I assume will still be called Warhammered because you can't call it Age of Sigmard. Doesn't really make uh, any sense. Sigmar hammered. Yeah. No, well, maybe. Mm. Anyways. Uh, that might be the only tournament I'll play in, but that's yeah. also because Palting runs some of the best events. Otherwise, it'll be with you guys, so I can't wait. I think it'll be fun. No, it is a lot of fun. Like I said, box set, best way to go. After that, you can just build up around there. And like, if you try to buy this without the box set, which you kind of get close, it would cost you more. I'm almost positive. <laughs> yeah, of course it would. And you you'd have slightly it. more weapon options because and stuff, the, but yeah. you'd lose a ton of your dollar efficiency. Well, no, actually, the three... Uh, protectors, which are the guys with the wings, that's 70 bucks right there. You get three in the box. Okay, that's okay. kind of a deal. <laughs> Considering that you're also getting all the... Uh, you get the two heroes, You get plus you get t- 10 liberators, and that alone is $140 or $120 for 10. Yeah, yeah there's six more boxes. You do get you do get more posability in multi-part A little stuff. bit. You do get more posability, but I mean... Point it's, is, it's don't do that. It's still... You're already yeah. into the two hundred dollar mark, and you haven't even hit your hero, or the entire or other the army, yeah. or yeah. the entire or your rule book. Yeah, just keeps coming back to the yeah, rule book. Jesus, <laughs> Tom, come on! I hey, See, this man, is not we were past this. Remember? Do you we guys not have remember? To talk shit, every time he gets no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Alpha, I'm no good. matter what. I am sorry. Just, no, no, it just automatically happens. Okay, I mean, talk do you guys I'm not in. remember when I asked? Like, I told Mike that he would love Age of Sigmar. I don't know if I love it yet. I'm enjoying it, but. And I, t- and I promised him that if he played it and enjoyed it, that I would never call him a certain name again, which I, for other reasons, have now called, promised I'd never call him another name again. It's true. Yeah, it's true. So, so like, I, I, I was kind of on this bandwagon. Sigmar Hipster? Uh, <laughs> Tom, you're, you've always been a hipster. Just don't you worry can't, about you it. You can't We're just, good. like, trash me for, like, being in here. No, we could. Actually we enjoy could. The I game. could. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I can. I totally can. Uh, what I was going to say It's because you're is, pretty, Mike. Yeah, I know. I can get away with shit. So, of the games you're playing right now, yeah. this is a total arbitrary snap decision you're going to have to make. Okay. Uh, where would you rank it? Out of how many games I play. Let's talk about Let's the say the top. Right we don't have, we don't have Malifo, that much time. No, okay. Steve. Malifo, Drop Zone, Infinity. I'm going to put it... It's still third. It's still, out of that, it's still going to be third. 
I still enjoy the other games a lot more, but What's, it wait, just means I... So I, fourth? Yeah. No, no, oh. third. It's going to be third. Above? above it's going to... Uh, what will be above it is Drop Zone and Infinity. Okay. Gotcha. So Malifaux is number four? Yes. Okay. Wow. Okay. That sells it, because I also really like Drop Zone and I really like Infinity. There you go. <laughs> this is good news for me. Means I probably will not be picking up Malifaux based on Mike's decisions. <laughs> oh, you're gonna Whatever, play man. Me, I, I I'm more than happy with who's in the Malifaux community, and we don't need you assholes, anyways. Oh, that's fair. I am an asshole. <laughs> cool. Well, I, you kind of, yeah, like I said, the stuff you've been painting up and talking about it, and as always, GW has the most ridiculous name. So yep. I'm kind of. What other names of factions are there for the... Oh, there's the Sons of Malinus. There's the Aurora something. Hold on. Okay, you got to read some of them out because I bet you they're absolutely priceless. All right, so we got the Hallowed Knights. Eh. Uh Uh-huh, I know. The Anvils of the Heldenhammer. Rock on. (laughs) Anvils of Heldenhammer? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the Knights Excelsior. (laughs) (laughs) This is pretty 80s, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> the Tempest Lords. <laughs> the Celestial Warbringers, which I is mine. I still like yeah. that one the most so far. Uh, the Knights of the Aurora. Yeah. And I think there's only one, Mike. The Fists of Sigmarites. Yeah, pretty good. All in all, I'm pretty happy with that. I like how Fists of Sigmarite is basically Imperial Fists. Oh, of course. <laughs> of Are course. they yellow? Yeah, actually. They're gold. They're gold. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, yeah, they're gold and black. Mm. <laughs> mm. GW. Just even more. Yeah. <laughs> they could have changed it a little bit more, I guess. I kind of wish. What color are the Knights of Heldenhammer? If the guys riding the dragons were green, I would approve so much. They are gold and black with red trim. Majority black. Yeah. Anvils of the Heldenhammer. I kind of wish oh. that they were all just like shitty 80s metal versions of the Space Marine chapters with the same <laughs> colors. Oh, that'd be so good. Could you imagine how good that would have been? Or so good. if we all started collecting them, we should find 80s metal bands and name them after. Oh, there Done. you go. <laughs> Done. Done. Oh, somebody, though, I the best, I still think the best metal name ever, just because it's so ridiculous, is Dragon Force. Like, it's stupid. It's a stupid name. Rhapsody of Fire? That's pretty good, too. (laughs) (laughs) That's the band that Christopher Lee would always sing with. Rhapsody of Fire? Yeah. That's pretty good. So there you go. Make up some Sigmarines and think of a metal... 90s metal band or an 80s metal metal band. Metal Tech Minute. Oh no. no, he's sulking. Just let him sulk. Are you corners. just upset because we're like actually embracing your battle tech and you're not just trolling us with it anymore? No, it's because you're taking something that I want to take seriously and trying to make a joke out of it. No. And it gets old. He's true. true. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Way to be reasonable. It's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I have to admit that so I this really... this is what happens when you say you're professional. I can't take it. Nice start. Yeah. I actually really, really do want a oh. fact because I would find it interesting. And Atomic Rooster. Cloud what? What the do. fuck did that come That's from? That's an 80 me- 80s metal band. Are you well, on actually, Wikipedia too like I yeah, am? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Adam Craft. Blood Rock. Bam. <laughs> Battle Axe. Yeah, of course. That's a current band. Yeah. Yeah, it's 2010 to present. That's true. Birth control? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, already, I'm already a Caesar. Already. I'm into Captain Beyond. 
<laughs> okay, let's move past this onto the events coming up because this is going to get all kinds of dodgy in a hurry. <laughs> and I'm going to go watch my hockey. All right, so uh, upcoming. Um, by the time this gets announced, uh, we'll start with May 14th. It's for the children tournament down in Calgary. Uh, multi-system event. There is going to be X-wing. There's going to be War Machine. There's going to be Age of Sigmar. There's going to be 40k. If you play games, it's probably a good way to go, and it's for a good cause. Uh, raising some funds for the local school to build a playground. Uh, May 19th to 22nd, the Lords of the Land. With the greatest internet in the world. <laughs> the greatest internet in the world. Hosting all of their games. Again, mainly video games. There's going to be some 40K and some magic going on there. May 28th is the X-Wing Regionals in Saskatoon. That is going to be the... L- not the last Regionals, because there's one more... Uh, in BC before that all wraps up, but uh, Saskatchewan's regionals May twenty eighth, uh, June fourth and fifth uh, down in Calgary is tournament OP. They're going to be running two day events for forty k and ninth age fantasy. Huh? People play that? Uh, mm-hmm. Some people. Interesting. Some, like some I'm, I'm curious because I haven't seen any talk about it. In Edmonton? Uh, no, he hasn't really posted, I think, a lot in the Edmonton pages yet, so he's done a couple of the Calgary ones, so I just snagged the information for that. Nice. So. Uh, and then the last event that we have for June is the Clash at the Airy. Um, it's a 1850-40K event in St. Albert, uh, which is no painting required, so... Oh. Sorry, I judged. <laughs> I judged. Okay, I just want to like interject here on the topic of 80s metal bands... What about Bolt Thrower? Oh, of course. But that's... If you haven't listened to Bolt Thrower, you haven't lived. The bolt. You realize they're still around, right? Actually? Yeah. No way. Sorry. That's okay. That's all That's all I got for up to the end of June. Let's nice. Get, so again, if you have any events, let us know. We'll make sure we uh, add them to our list. There's Sounds good. So until next time, this has been another episode of Hobbit in Canada. I'm Tom. I'm Dan. I'm Ward. Mike. My it's Age of Sigmar group would be called Sabotage. Oh. And Sabotage! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, enjoy your Age of Sigmar, paint your fucking models, and have a good time. There's one called Deep Machine. <laughs> Storm Witch. <laughs>